What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Daily Fitness Education. Had a great conversation with one of my clients today. Got to go down the rabbit hole, newly into hypertrophy, newly into trying to pack on muscle. And when you get to that point, it means that we have corrected and worked through a lot of your dysfunctions and, and you're ready to start hitting the pavement. Now, I got lit up because I got to talk about math today. Now, don't let this discourage you because we're not talking about uh, vectors and we're not talking about joint angles and we're not talking about geometry or calculus or any kind of advanced calculations. It's just how can we make exercise hard? How can we make sure that when we show up without irrelevant of how we feel, whether we're stressed, exhausted, angry, having a good day, having a lazy day, how do we make sure that every single workout we show up to is absolutely killer? Today's episode is going to talk all about the math of fitness. Looking forward. Good morning, everyone. My name is Kyle Roush, and this is the Daily Fitness Education, the podcast designed to highlight how anyone can become successful in any endeavor at all in life. Learning every day. I'll discuss something that I've learned in the past, something I may have learned that day, or something that I'm about to learn. Through books, mentors, courses, formal education, colleagues, and practical steps with clients, you can listen along through the lens of a personal trainer and the healthy enthusiasts around me and learn from my trials and tribulations as to how to achieve the intangible habits to pursue your own future in fitness. All right, guys. Well, welcome back. So this is... The podcast for end game addicts, people who are addicted to improving their future, hosted by a personal trainer. I coach people for a living, and this is essentially you just following me along with the things that I learn so you can help improve your own future in fitness. Why math, right? Now, this is not because I liked math growing up. I loved math, but uh, this has nothing to do with your capacity with math. It's just when you put things down to math, things can fit inside boxes really well and when we talk about a training fitness program when someone has what's called prime anatomical position which means your body is in good in a good shape or position to be able to be beaten up then we can start putting your body in boxes you can start buying and getting the free programs online and doing all the stuff from instagram or whatever right wherever you can find a fitness program you're likely to fit uh, and and not injure yourself unless you're doing like up you know upright rows and all those junky you know Olympic lifting the risk is there anyways so the backstory of this stuff is when I first started training I just showed up to the gym and I just watched people doing shit and then because I'm you know jacked full of energy uh, and I've always been like on the go never really highly productive sometimes just busy being busy and wasting time uh, doing nothing but. When I first got to the gym, I just circuit trained and I lifted weights while circuit training. I didn't want to do like any jumping, burpee, anything. I just wanted to do like bicep curls, shoulder press, chest press, rows, that was it, right? And I would do those in rotation. I would do chin-ups and then like lateral raises with cables. And I had no idea what any of it meant. Uh, I, I hurt my shoulders and, and hurt my body a bunch while I first started there. 
And people, I got results pretty quickly. I fortunately stumbled on upon some a training technique uh, known as like a hypertrophic uh, circuit training, which is like you're, you're circuit training for cardio endurance while stimulating your musculature, which can be pretty beneficial. Like I just started very luckily without any direction, just, you know, just began and was like, I'm going to do this, you know, and I actually started training because a friend in my friend circle who I didn't really love that much, and you know, if you're in my friend circle, you know who I'm talking about, uh, told me that I was never going to work out, told me uh, that I would never be in great shape, and I actually started fitness training and lifting weights in spite of of that person because I just, <laughs> I was like the person to this day, which is fine, but we are grinding this one out. Nonetheless, people would come up to me and ask me my opinion. They'd be like, hey man, so like, you know, what are you doing? Like you're getting good results. I can see that, you know, you look super shredded and whatever the gym terms, you're, you're jacked, bro. Like all that kind of stuff. And I was, and I was like, man, I have, I have no idea what I'm talking about. I just, I just do this, man. I just, I just, you know, I just show up and I, I lift and put the, put the weights above my head like this, bro. And, and you know, man, it's sick and you're going to get sick results if you just do that and like breathe hard and like, you know, you know, train hard and lift lots and, and you be a bro. And I had no idea what I was talking about. Internally, I'm like, Jesus, like what have I what have I started here? Everyone's asking me for opinions and stuff like that only because I stumbled upon something, but I have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about. And you know, extremely humbled as soon as I walked into a gym. Um and and this was the issue, right? I walked into a gym and I couldn't give anyone else the results, right? I knew the math that worked for me. I knew what I was doing. Um and to put someone that had never exercised before through the gears that I had done was <laughs> an absolute you know, mistake, right? Like you're, you, I was hurting people, not like intensely, but like, um, you know, people were getting tighter shoulders and I know what to do. And I'm like, yeah, just keep training through it. I, I would even do a lateral raises beyond the shoulder, which I was starting to get some shoulder impingement issues and it was shooting and it was, it was God awfully painful. And then, you know, it stumbled upon me. I'm like, man, I got to stop looking like an idiot. I have no idea what I'm talking about. All these people are like, Oh, like, what, what do you do, bro? And I'm giving them answers and I'm just assuming things. I'm just making shit up on the spot, right? Very naive early on in my training career, like nine years ago, 10 years ago. Um, and I was like, you know what? You know what makes sense? Like math. Like I'm counting numbers here. Like I'm, I'm doing reps. I'm doing like 12, 12 to 15. And I'm doing lots of 12 to 15 shit. And I'm doing like three circuits, right? Three circuits, 12 to 15. That must make sense, right? And, uh, you know, I... that that must make sense so my plan was I'm going to start explaining all the rep ranges and all the things that I was doing right and uh, you know at the time it seemed like it it made super like a ton of sense but it wasn't working for others right the technique wasn't there the positions weren't there and and form matters right Um, and you know the problem that I kept running into is like I don't know how to get people to the point where they can condition the way I can condition where they can train as hard as I can train right um, and then, you know, I, I, I hit this point where I started learning about foundations. I started learning about corrective exercise and putting people into better shapes. Um, and then I also realized when I could start to apply the math, right? Like when was math relevant in this? Like at what point do you reach that math? And the cool part was when you're in a good position. And that's the key. When your body is functioning well, you can start to apply the math that I'll talk about today. Um, When you train, if you're in hypertrophy, if you follow rest timing, you will always be doing a decent workout. If you rest for 40 seconds and you're training at your max weight 
for that 40 seconds. Let's say you're doing uh, three sets of 10. Just pick simple numbers. It doesn't have to be hard, right? And then you're resting for even 60 seconds, a full minute in between. If you're failing, there's three ways to fail. You can fail in speed, form, and muscle. I'm recommending that you don't fail in speed or form. You don't risk tempo or the position because you're likely to injure yourself and make the workout easier um, if you go too fast. Um, But form, if you're failing in that last set, you'll know what your numbers are, right? You don't need to write out programming and understand all these different things. If you know to do a one-arm row and you know to do a chest press and you know to do a shoulder press and a bicep curl, in that last set, that third set, if you do four sets, five sets, whatever, right? You're failing in muscle. Your muscles do not work anymore. And yes, it hurts, right? But three sets, 40 second rest, 60 second rest, follow your math, okay? And you got to protect the math. That's, that's the key to workout intensity. You need to have a plan going in, right? Like, uh, I don't know if anyone has seen me training. I am not socializing. I am not talking to others while I'm training. And I get it, right? Especially if you got a stressful day, you get to the gym, all your buddies are there, especially like if you're a regular at a gym, like I get it. I know so many of you guys who are listening to this podcast, which is sick. And I'm so excited to be able to share my lessons and and hear your feedback and help me, you know, in this, in my own future to fitness and my own end game. And, you know, I think the cool part is that if we know that we're in there to hunt, if we're in there to hunt fitness and hunt health and outcomes and, and well-being, then, you know, you'll put in your headphones. You won't be talking to people much in between sets. And if you have to, you know, be courteous. I, I love everyone. You know, I'm, I'm a big people person. If anyone knows me, they know I love people. Um, but I love outcomes more. I love success more than I love people uh, because success begets success and a rising tide raises all ships. We can all help each other as we become more successful, uh, which is about people anyways. But get yourself a watch, right? Don't use your phone. Phones are distracting as fuck. Like if you're, if you're first getting into the gym, then bring in the phone to distract you to build the association. But once you're at the point past foundations, your body's function pretty well. Um, you're in a good position where you're understanding lifting. You've, you've taken some tips and tricks from some gym bros at the gym, like that, that are bigger than you and have been training for years and years. And you've asked a personal trainer for a couple sessions and, and cleaned up your techniques and fixed your imbalances. Then you're ready to start following the math right? Like math is not super relevant immediately, but when you're looking for training intensity to make sure that you can shortcut past the, the anger, the frustration, the details, uh, you know your math, right? So how does this work, right? I want you to think about only resting between sets, not between exercises. Whenever you finish, let's say a chest press and you're going to do a one-arm row, I want you in between your second and third set or your, between your third and fourth set, depending on how many sets you're doing. On your last rest set, I want you thinking about where you're going next, okay? You're either gonna set it up during that rest interval while timing that rest on your wristwatch and moving over and shifting stuff or grabbing new weights and getting them in position so that as soon as you finish your first workout exercise, you're going from set two chest press, resting for 40 seconds to 60 seconds or whatever math, whatever math you're following. And then as soon as you finish that third set, immediately going into your next exercise, assuming it's maybe a row, okay? Maybe a pull shape, okay? If you do this, you will only be resting between sets, not between exercises, going um, 
one rest, two, rest, three, one rest, two, rest, three, right? And you'll just start connecting and your workouts will be functional and moving. Um, I say functional from like a gonna be difficult standpoint. This I don't know what this, the definition of functional movement is holding stability from core to sleeve, from being stable from trunk to periphery. That's that's the best definition I've ever heard. This whole like functional movement stuff, like stand on the stability balls and and uh, you know make sure that your glutes are always tight. Like making sure that your whole body is stiff uh, while trying to put yourself through movement is the premise towards control articular rotations and squatting and deadlifting in any stable shape. If you wanna keep your body healthy, learn how to turn on all musculature. That's what foundations is for. That's what correcting imbalance is for um, in my role. And then from there, we're gonna get you to a shape where everything is locked up. And this avoids energy leaks. Anyways, rabbit hole, functional movement, uh, definition, stability from core to sleeve, all the way from the middle of the out to the outermost parts of the body. And you're trying to hold that stability. So, the other math is how many exercises are we doing? Coming back to the math, um, if you have eight exercises in your workout, you're going to one rest, two rest, three, that's one exercise. Immediately skip, you're pre-planning, moving to the next one. Um, and let's say, let's say you're doing something complicated, like you're doing a deadlift, right? And the next exercise is like, I don't know, let's say you're doing a full body workout um, and you do, uh, some chest press after your deadlift or you do some rows after your deadlift, whatever, okay? I don't want you to do your deadlift and take your deadlift apart. Uh, assuming the gym's not absolutely packed, you gotta be cognizant here. If it's really, really busy, your workout's gonna suffer a little bit. But if you've got the space, pre-plan that when you're finished your deadlift, you're gonna go and do your chest press. Immediately after you finished your chest press, you're gonna start the timer, go back to your deadlift and take the plates off. You're then going to move the bar back into its position if you even have enough time left. If so, and you only have 40 seconds, then go take one plate off, go do another set of chest press, go take the other plate off, put the bar away, go do your third set of chest press, and then be moving on to shoulder press or whatever it is. And then don't wipe your bench down immediately. Go do your shoulder press, then put the rest timer on, grab the towel, wipe the stuff down on your last exercise. I mean. I'm just thinking of like, how do you make your workouts as intense as possible by following math and not resting between exercises, okay? As quickly as you possibly can be transitioning between exercises. And yes, you're gonna feel your heart rate pumped up, going through the roof, right? If you're, if you're following these rest times, that's normal, okay? That's, that's very normal. You want heart uh, blood flow capacity while you're training your pump will be unbelievable and yes there is multiple ways to create hypertrophy we're just talking about workout intensity getting that endorphin release and ensuring that if you're following math you're going to get outcomes because if you, you can train hard and you can train long but you can't do both right i want you to train hard i don't want you to train long eight to ten exercises three to four sets right uh, anywhere from six to 12 reps is the standard I've heard in hypertrophy. Uh, in, in compilations, I've probably taken, over the course of the years, five different personal training certifications. Uh, CSCS, CanFit, CPTN, CanFit again, and then, uh, what, where did I, what was another one I saw? Oh, it was overseas in Australia. Um, I was studying text over there. Um, I didn't actually complete the certification. but. A friend of mine was going through, I worked at Fitness First and they were teaching in the whole talks. The, the range that I've seen to maximize muscle uh, is six reps to 15. 
I've only ever seen 15 once. Um, so I, I just go with what the rest of the texts have been saying, six to 12. Okay, so essentially the information that I'm bringing to you is from certifications. And certifications are based on doctorate information, right? Um, they, they must or they wouldn't be, have that gold standard. So um, you don't need to be a doctor to have these certifications. But in order to be a personal trainer in Canada, uh, the people who founded the information within these texts that we apply based on these certifications are doctored. So just trust that the information that I'm bringing to you is not me just making shit up. Um, it is the energy system you wanna be training. If you wanna talk and, and fly down energy systems, listen to the energy systems video. It will help and explain exercise so much easier than everyone being like, so is like eight reps or like 10 reps better, bro? Like which one's gonna build more muscle? Is it eight or 10? It's like both, dude, like it's both, right? Um, and you gotta, you gotta mix them up, right? And that's, that's the best, that's not the best answer I can give you. Uh, the best answer I can give you is different muscles in the body have different amounts of fast and slow twitch fiber. Uh, to, <laughs> I'm not trying to make this super deep. Like I just, I, I like going down the holes, uh, but I don't like leaving people shortchanged, okay? Uh, for your advanced lifters out there following this program uh, or following this podcast, then understand that different muscle fiber like your chest is stimulated from a heavier weight and muscle fiber like your shoulder is stimulated best from lighter weight, but it's not mutually exclusive. Your shoulders need heavy weight just like your chest needs lightweight. It's just the amount of distribution typically on averages, because this is science, of the amount of fast slow twitch fiber in the ratio. Your calves and your core have more amounts of slow twitch fiber, the endurance type stuff. It's called postural muscle. Anyways, let's come back. Okay, um, what I realized when I applied what I'm talking about here to, to, to achieve this work at intensity is that people started getting results and I solved my problem of feeling like I looked like an idiot, like I had no idea what I was talking about. And that was, that was really the hard part for me. And, and when I started to apply this math in the right, at the right time, which is super key, timing and math, um, I started giving people awesome results and that was it. Right? I just made sure the intensity was there. I made sure that they were failing at certain rep ranges within certain energy systems. And the cool part is, you know, what, I, what I'd sought out to do was to not look like an idiot in terms of fitness training. I was doing the personal training thing as a hobby in college. I actually have a, a background in accounting and audit, um, but became a fitness and healthy enthusiast and now I just consume fitness and health content for a living. Uh, nonetheless, um, what had happened is I ended up changing people's lives, right? I ended up improving my life through improving others' lives. And, you know, there's no better gift that I could ever have anticipated uh, as to being a personal trainer and helping people unlock their futures in fitness, unlock the things that they're trying to do, f teach them about end games and teach them about where, where they're trying to get to and understand that fitness is not a goal. It's, it's a maintenance thing. It's a lifestyle, right? And, uh, you got to live this way if you want to live like no others. And, um, that's the stuff I'm super passionate about. So just apply the math. I hope this one really hit home with you guys. Uh, the cool part is my life is forever going to be different because I discovered how to teach people in fitness about math. Keep kicking ass. You guys are awesome. I'm super excited to hear all kinds of feedback and just be with you along this journey, this grind, uh, looking to find uh, the addiction towards uh, your future and improving uh, improving it by staying present and and being fully involved in your life as, as big as you can because it's not the life in the day 
Uh, it's not the day in the life. It's the life of the day. Have a wonderful day. Ciao, guys.